It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food, let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you hear the open, you hear the music. You know what time it is. It's time for the Big Brother Jake Podcast. What's going down, y'all? It's your boy, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner, my government name. Welcome to the Big Brother Jake Podcast, special Thanksgiving edition. Yes, I sound hype. Why do I sound hype? I just wanted to uh, be there for you as you make that drive or your walk or as you're preparing the Thanksgiving meal. I want to do a special podcast for you today. I did. I thought, you know, I'm going to wait till after the holiday. I got some things lined up, things I want to discuss, people coming on. I said, you know what? Need a little something to hold you over. And I'm here to be that holdover for you. I'll be that conduit between the beginning of the holiday and get you through on to Black Friday. Okay? Well, it's Black Day every day for me because I'm black. So, whatever. But, we're going to get through this together. Okay? Now your brother here, Big Bro Jake, Big Brother Jake, has a few things, few tips, few things, bit, tidbits of advice I, I, I'd like to share with a few of y'all, for the ones that are listening. And by the way, spread the word, soundcloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake podcast. For all my Apple folk and Apple Peakies Up people, go to podcasts on your podcast app, the Big Brother Jake podcast, do the search. Bam, subscribe. You're in there like swimwear. Let's get it in. Feel me? I know you do. Hear me knocking? Hear me in. For those that saw next Friday, that's a pretty funny line. But I digress. So, holidays, traffic, especially Wednesday, the most most congested time of the year to drive on the holiday, the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, last year, I went to Las Vegas. And it took me seven hours from Los Angeles to get there, mainly because there was a bad car accident and it's the most crowded time of the year to be on the freeway because that 15 is no joke. But I refuse to do that this year. But before, for the ones that are traveling, first of all, try to leave on Tuesday or early Thursday. If you can pull that off, make sure you do that because you'll be better off. Especially if you're in a car with people you're taking and carpooling with, you don't necessarily want to be down with. And if I'm making you feel awkward right now as you hear this, my bad. I'm sorry. You love everybody that's in the car with you. Okay? So, with that being said, leave early. Leave as early as you can. Pack them snacks up. Use the bathroom. Be ready to go. Get some good music on or throw on this podcast, you know, the Big Brother Jake podcast. Make that happen. Relax, dig in. Know you're going to be on the road for a while. It's no fun, trust me. It's a long ride. And I got little ones. Daddy, we there yet? Daddy, we going to be there soon? No, we just passed Barstow. For the people that's outside of California, Barstow is a small town where people go to the McDonald's with the train between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. And yes, I lived there for 12 years. That's a whole other story. So, 
Make sure you're ready to go. Be relaxed. Grab your tunes or your favorite podcasts, especially the Big Brother Jake podcast. Just be ready to chill and know you're going to be in for a ride. Now, once you arrive at your destination, whether you're traveling far, traveling near, or if you're staying home, there are a few things you don't want to do at Thanksgiving dinner. Let's start with the very first one. Let's not talk politics or bring up hot topics of the day that can trigger an argument. You don't want something, a topic that's polarizing that's going to piss everybody off. You know, whether it's your cool, childless auntie that uh, is a liberal and she likes to spend money and she hates the, the people with red hats, or if it's that very stern uncle or dad that, you know, uh, wants to make America great again and he hates this, this, and that and how great it's been, don't do, don't do that to yourselves. Politics are the surefire way to start an argument. That's just basic, but so many people have anxiety of hanging out with their family because they don't want to deal with that conservative, crazy uncle of theirs that's just so stern and wants things to be how they used to be, or crazy auntie with no kids that, you know, just, woo, you know, it's free spirit. You know what? Y'all family, your blood. Put it aside for one day, Okay. It's so polarizing. There's nothing worse than getting in an argument over something so foolish as politics. I mean, politics. And and you don't want... Yeah, that was that was definitely a, a shot at politics. You don't want to go that route, okay? It's just not fun. People get pissed off. People leave early. And it's just... It's not cool, okay? Also, avoid being passive-aggressive with people that you have problems with. You know you got that one family member that's going to show up that's going to trigger you, okay? Don't be sarcastic with them. Don't show emotions that can, you know, make things escalate quickly. If if Cousin Ray Ray did some time in the pen, you ain't got to be like, oh, let's hide the silverware. You may think it, but don't be vocal about it or, you know, uh, sure, sure, you know, you confront him. Hey, Ray Ray, I'm... Sure, it's nice to be, you know, having a home-cooked meal that's not behind bars. (laughs) You don't want to do that to somebody. Ray Ray doing his best, man. And if you don't want Ray Ray there, don't invite him. Just be honest with him. But make sure you're not passive-aggressive. If there's that one relative that, you know, hasn't had kids yet, don't give him a hard time. If you have that one relative that brings over a boyfriend or girlfriend for the first time, don't be on their face asking questions. Let it flow. Let them feel welcome. Man, at least let them get a second plate in before you start tearing up and interrogating things and tearing up the, the, the whole scene and pissing people off. Let's not do that. Let's not do that, okay? Because it's not comfortable. And frankly, it could start a fight and people want to leave early, okay? Also, whatever you do, if, if you're not experienced in the kitchen... Don't try to tell everybody how to cook everything, especially, you know, Big Mama. She's in there, been cooking all day. Don't try to show her up. Don't try to, you know, if you know that Auntie May's good at making pecan pies and that's her specialty, find another specialty. Bring some peach cobbler. Bring something else. Don't try to outdo the person that's been making the same dish for 30 years and everybody loves it. 
That's a surefire way to just piss people off. And you don't want to do that, okay? By any means, don't do that. Because that's going to cause a problem. If you piss off Big Mama or Auntie May, and she's been cooking the same thing over and over again, and everyone loves it, don't do it. Also, if you're new to the family, don't make a dish unless you're asked. Because you may get your feelings hurt if no one wants to try your cool green bean casserole or your stuffing, your way, that your family's used to. You got to ease into that. You got to ease into that. Don't try to show people up and say, hey, I'm the new person. I can make some bomb macaroni and cheese. It damn sure better be life-changing or people are going to be pissed off at you, okay? By all means. And for the organizers of the event, make sure to do the seating chart right. You don't want to sit somebody next to somebody you know they ain't talked in 20 years. If one of your, you know, Uncle Ray Ray come over and you know he's been divorced from his wife for 20 years, opposite ends of the table. Don't put them close or put them across. That's just ridiculous, okay? Also, if you don't plan on helping, don't act like you're going to help and then dip out, okay? If you say you're going to do the dishes, do the dishes. Like, I've always been the one to, to do the dishes after Thanksgiving. I didn't mind it. You know why? Because I don't have to cook all day. I can watch football, I can eat, and then I'll do the dishes. I won't put the food away, but I'll wash every dish. That's been the, the the tradition in my home. But don't be that person that, yeah, I got you. And then all of a sudden, hey, where'd so-and-so go? And they're gone. Don't be that person also that you know you've had three plates already and you're taking three more plates. That's just wrong. Don't be that person either. There's nothing worse than some, you know, leech that, has to have four extra plates on top of the two they just ate. You know, because you want to bring your loser boyfriend a plate because he didn't want to come over, but you know he's out and about doing whatever and the family don't want him there. Don't do that. If you didn't put in on the Thanksgiving meal, whether you didn't cook or if you didn't donate money, don't be that person making seven and eight plates and hiding them. You're just wrong for that, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. And let the older folk decide who's going to be in charge of the TV, what card games or dominoes are going to be played, what, act- what activities you have. Let the older folk do that. Let traditions reign. I mean, be open-minded, allow some new things in, but these events are put on by our older generation because that's the time of year they feel they shine. Of course, they give advice throughout the whole year, but let them shine. I mean, damn, that's their thing, okay? Don't be the one trying to change it up because then they're not going to like you for it. And above all, this is one thing I think is messed up. (laughs) If you are single, you know, and Auntie May May or whoever, Auntie, Uncle, Grandma, whatever, knows you're single, don't sit them at the kiddie table, man. That's just disrespectful. No adults should be at the kiddie table, period. Even if you're teetering 18, let them make it to the big table so they can experience things. You know, get to know the family a little bit. I think it's kind of messed up when it it, it it gets to that point where you see the grown folk, one grown person and like nine kids, and the kids are like, hey, come you sitting with us? Don't do that to a grown person, even if you don't like them. Let them sit at the table, and, and they can take their licks like, you know, 
a basic adult. I mean, these are just some small things. This is a very abbreviated show, but a little something to hold y'all over. These are a couple things that you should know going into Thanksgiving. And for the record, I'm eating out this year. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Now, you know, if I'm going to do a little Thanksgiving extravaganza on the Big Brother Jake podcast, it would not be complete if I did not have a Thanksgiving story. So let me go ahead and hit the music. Okay, this one's not really cool, man. But now I think about it in my twisted way, it was kind of funny. My dad got rest his soul said, hey, son, would you like to uh, come with me and pick out a turkey? I'm like, you know, I'm what, eight, nine years old? I'm thinking, okay, yeah. You know, we're probably going to go to the store. He's going to pick out a turkey from the freezer. And then he's going to let, you know, I'm going to ask him if I could have a cherry Coke or a Chico stick or a Snickers bar. He's going to say, no, you ain't got no damn money. Don't ask me for another damn thing. I'm going to bust you upside the head. And it's going to be a good time. At least I got to get out the house. So he's like, we're going to take the truck. I'm like, the truck? There's like three kids here. Why are we taking the truck? And why is one of your friends coming with us? Oh, just get in. And back then, you know, you could ride in the truck, but he had a, he put the camper on, and he usually didn't put the camper on that particular truck. So I'm like, okay. And Barstow's a small town, so if you go down Main Street, you know you're going to hit Vons, or you're going to hit, you know, Stater Brothers if you go up uh, another street. My dad goes towards this place where there's no grocery stores. So I'm like, what the hell? Where are we going? He's like, relax. We're going to go look at turkeys. I'm like, okay. I'm eight years old. I'm nine years old. Whatever the age is, I can't remember. I'm naive. We're going to look at turkeys. So we go to this turkey farm. We end up at a turkey farm. And I'm like, okay, this isn't a grocery store, but my dad knows what he's doing, so I trust his judgment. We get out the truck. We look around. My dad's like, okay. Which one do you think would be cool to uh, take home? Again, naive, eight or nine years old. Hmm, we're going to have a new turkey pet in the backyard. I think I want that one. Big, fat turkey, white, black feathers, look real plump and, you know, just raised perfectly. Some of the guys like, yeah, okay. My dad pays for it. I'm like, cool. We got a turkey now. That's what's up. He's like, okay, get in the back. I'm like, dad, where's this turkey going to be? <laughs> That's how he laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. All of a sudden, we get in. He gets the turkey and throws the turkey in the back of the truck. So we have like a 10-minute drive, and he's purposely hitting the brakes hard. Go, 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 go. Ah, Dad, get this turkey off me! Get this turkey off me! Oh, my God, oh, my God! What are you doing? Get it off me! That man was laughing hysterically. What kind of parent does that, man? So I'm like, Dad, you got to get this turkey out of here. Boy, shut up. We're almost home. And I got a couple friends in the back. (laughs) I got my brother. And I'm like, what do we do? 
and this turkey is biting us. It's like, just attacking us like, Dad, hurry up, get home. This is hurting. He's biting me. And he's like, shut up, boy. It's all right. Don't worry about it. I'm like, I don't want a turkey pet. And he's like, don't worry. You're not going to have a pet for long. And I'm still naive. This damn turkey's clawing at me. I'm scratched up. I'm bleeding. I'm crying. Like, I can't believe the turkey bit me and it hurt. And I'm like, why would a grown man put a turkey in with his kids in the back? I don't get it. And I, <laughs> so as soon as we got home, I opened up the uh, the, the camper and tried to get out. And I like tip up out of there. Big chubby kid just rolling out the truck. My dad's like, all right, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Let me look. Oh, you're okay. Nothing's wrong with you. Everybody else, get out. And the turkey's like, you know, still trying to chomp at everybody. And my dad's like, stay right here. I want you to see this. This is going to be one of the coolest things you've ever experienced. I'm like, I'm already not feeling cool because I got attacked by a turkey in the back of a truck. He's like, boy, just listen. It's going to be all right. I want you to stand right over there, and I want you to experience something you've never seen before. I'm like, okay, this turkey does tricks. I was like, Dad, you going to do magic or something? This turkey going to do some tricks for us? Or I'm going to show you how a turkey can walk without its head. I'm like, what? Grabs the turkey, bottleneck, gets the hatchet, whack! And the turkey with no head is walking around chasing everybody, and I just see the head just laid up on the ground, and my dad's just like, Magic trick, ta-da! I'm like, I'm traumatized, man. <laughs> so not only, I mean, I was, I'm feeling kind of relieved that this dumbass turkey that was attacking me can't attack me no more because he's dead. He deserved it because he pecked at me and he was biting me and I didn't like it. But on the other hand, this damn turkey got no head running around chasing the kids in the backyard. And all the meanwhile, my dad's like laughing like, the funniest thing ever like ah i can't believe you're scared okay first of all i'm riding in the back of a truck with a turkey that's attacking me so why would i be why wouldn't i be scared then number two i see a turkey with no head attacking me again so how the hell is that, that that's not cool it's not cool it doesn't make sense it's not cool dad and i know you hear me up there it's not cool traumatized so he goes he plucks it and then do a good job by the way and my mama tell you she remembers this i go he's like you want white meat i know you don't like dark meat and i guess gives me a piece of turkey that man did not pluck all them feathers off that turkey that turkey was the hairiest turkey i've ever seen and he's like you gonna eat that i'm like i saw him kill get killed i don't want to eat that he's like how do you think your steak comes? I'm like, Dad, I'm not eating that. He's like, you don't eat them, beat your butt. So I ate it and I cried. Well, I ate it. It was not pleasant. It was not happy. My dad's a murderer. He killed a turkey and made me eat it. And he laughed at the whole process. And I'm still traumatized. Because the neck, when he cut it, it looked... <laughs> It looked like, you know how cranberry, um, the cranberry sauce, you, you take it out the can and shape like the can. When he cut the turkey's head off, it looked like the, the can of cranberry sauce on a neck. It was, I can't even describe it. And there was blood everywhere. And I'm all scratched up. And I, to this day, I hate birds. You put me near a bird, I won't touch a bird. A bird come flying towards me, I'll run from it. And I don't run that much. So for me to run from something, I must not like it. And that 
is my story about my traumatic Thanksgiving day with Tom, the now deceased turkey that I had to eat, watch get killed and then eat it. Man, dad, that was messed up, bro. I, I can't believe you put us through that. <laughs> I really can't. But it's all true. And I always have a witness for every story I tell. <laughs> You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Whew, man, that just thinking about that whole scenario, that whole story, that that sucked. That sucked. My dad, he he had a warped sense of humor, man. I, I don't get it. But hey look, he I survived it, I guess, and it taught me something or supposed to teach me something. The only thing I learned was make sure somebody else kills your turkey miles away from you so you can eat it. And I don't ever want to witness something like that again. That was pretty bad. Uh, but just wanted to give a shout out to all my family that's all over the country. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey day. Um, enjoy your loved ones. To all of my very beautiful friends and family, I can't thank you all enough. Uh, 2018 was one hell of a year, uh, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations, and I honestly could not have gotten through what I got through this year without you guys. Um, so many people to name, I don't want to embarrass anybody, so I won't name names, but a lot of you guys I went to personally um, this past weekend and thank you whether it was via text or in person um, I'm thankful for the friends I have I'm very thankful for everything I have I have a wonderful job I'm thankful to my previous employer um, they were a conduit between me deciding if I want to do radio or not I'm thankful for what I learned the good and the bad I'm definitely thankful that I'm back in radio again Shout out to the Los Angeles Kings and the Los Angeles Clippers for taking a chance on a brother. I'm very thankful. And May 2019, I'm going to do some more episodes, but today is a day of giving thanks. Thanksgiving, that's the name. You know, it's not all about eating. It's about showing love to the people that show love to you. And uh, I'm very thankful for all my loved ones. There's not a day that goes by where I tell my friends, and especially the ones in my inner circle that I love them dearly because without my friends that have been there through my depression and my anxiety, um, I don't know where I would have ended up, honestly. So I'm really thankful for y'all. I really am. And I love y'all to death and there's nothing I wouldn't do for you guys. Nothing. So, my plan is when it's all said and done and things get settled in, I'd love to just have a big party, not for Thanksgiving or my birthday, just a celebration of thanks and life. And then we, for, for a few hours, we can just get together and have fun and do a podcast and I could have all my close friends just spill all the tea on me and it'd be a great episode, but <laughs> Before, you know, until that day happens, I'm very thankful for all the people in my life 
and all the things I, I've gotten to do. I, I've got to work Kobe's last game as a Laker, work some uh, NBA Finals. I've worked some uh, Major League Baseball playoff games, met a lot of great people, um, got to live out my childhood dream of being a part of the Dodgers, uh, working with them. It, it, I'm just, I've been blessed, and I'm very thankful. Um, got this, you know, I, I, I survived the military and came home, and I'm also thankful for the ones that were in my life that are no longer around. I got to uh, send a special shout-out who I'm thankful to, my boy Martin Sunglau. I don't mention him a lot, but he's a very close friend of mine. We were in the Navy together, and there's not a, a day that goes by I don't think about him and how much I love him and miss him. Um, that dude was, he was my little bro, and we did music together. He was a big part of my wedding. He helped me out immensely, and when I needed a kick in the ass, he was always there. And that's the only time I let somebody else five foot four or five foot five punk me. But he knew jujitsu and he was strong. <laughs> but above all, he's one hell of a person. So Martin, um, I dedicate this podcast to you, brother. I love you. I miss you. And I'll mourn you till I join you. And his family, his beautiful wife, Amy, I love you. Um, Martin's always with us. And I'm just November, the month of November, I always think about this guy. I, I love him to death, and uh, no pun intended, I swear. But Martin, you're missed, and I'm thankful that I got to have 20 years of life with you, brother. And um, God bless you, man, and, and I can't wait to be up in heaven and bust out a freestyle with you and Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> At least let me produce the beat for it. Um, but all my loved ones, I, I'm so thankful for you all. Um, you know who you are. And, you know, I, I'm going to hug each and every one of y'all when I see you. And so I hope you're listening to this podcast. But I'm definitely thankful for that. Beyond the food, beyond money or whatever else, if if you're blessed to have people in your life that genuinely care about you and, and want to see you do well and cheer you on for all your greatness and all your accomplishments, those are the people you need in your life. The people that are honest with you when you need that honesty and they kick you in the ass and say, look, this is how it really is, man. You need to get it together. Those are the people you need in your life. Not yes men. Not people that are just there for, you know, their loyalty runs out when you can't offer them anything. It's those people when you're down and you're struggling and you're having a hard time in life that are there for you to pick you up. Those are the people you need in your life. And damn it, if you have, if you're blessed to have people like that in your life, show them appreciation every day. Thank them. Buy them dinner. Take them out. Listen to them. Be there for them. Two in the morning, they call you, they text you, are you up, I need to talk. Pick up the phone and talk to them. You're sleep, you can get sleep later. But be appreciative of those people in your life because you don't get a lot of those people, okay? So, wow, that was a little emotional for me. <laughs> so, I, I really want to thank you all for listening. Um, special edition, Thanksgiving edition of the Big Brother Jake podcast. Again, spread the word, tell a friend. Next episode, we got some things cooking. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm really working hard to get some things done. You know, um, it's going to be great. Until then, happy Thanksgiving. Eat well, live well, choose happiness, and above all, stay safe. Love y'all. Deuces.
You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.